This is the Brian Webb Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I'm Robert. That's hey, Mickey. Mickey. Hey. Yeah, sorry. I, I'm, I'm here. I didn't know if you remembered <laughs> who you were, so I wanted to go ahead and intro you. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I'm Mickey. We're glad to talk to you today. So I'm a little confused though, Robert. Today you say you want to talk about testimonials and case studies, but aren't those basically the same thing? I understand your confusion, Mickey. They are two Good. different things. How are they different? Let's, let's dig into that a little bit. That, yeah, I know they're a little bit different, but they do blend together quite a bit. So how do you see them differently in your eyes? Sure. I mean, they, they can serve very similar purposes, but essentially testimonials are, are quotes from your, your customers, your clients. Uh, they're more kind of short form. Um, and then the case studies are the more in-depth, long form uh, kind of examinations of, of how you've worked with that client or customer um, I mean, so the length has a lot to do with it and then kind of where it's coming from too makes a big difference. Your testimonial is directly from, again, whoever you're doing business with, whereas your case study is usually something you've collaborated with that person on, but it's usually coming directly from you. So does that, does that clear things but up? That helps a bit, yeah. Okay. And again, I, I bet they still kind of blur there because you'll probably put some quotes in a case yes. study and some of that, but yeah, that's a good point. Testimonials Absolutely. are just those little blurbs. So. So why are both important? I mean, do you pick one over the other? Do you use both? What do you What do you like to do on that? Yeah, I mean, like you said, a little bit of both is, is good. To include testimonials and quotes in your case studies is a really good thing. And you're obviously going to have to talk to that client or that customer to write a case study. Um, but ultimately, the, the reason both of them are helpful is because, you know, you as a business owner can say whatever you want about how <laughs> yep. great you are and how, how well you serve your customers. But to hear from them directly... Is, is more important to actually hear from uh, you know the third party customer uh, or client uh, and, and what they have to say about your business is gonna be trusted a lot more because it's gonna be slightly more objective. Obviously, you're going to usually pick the clients that are gonna say nice things about you and, and pick the case studies that are gonna you know, showcase how well you did rather right. than the opposite. But it's, it's a little bit more distance from just you as a subjective uh, perspective on, on your business. So um, yeah, you, just, you have to keep those biases and those things in mind. Um, and then also, you know, maybe sometimes offer a little bit more of a range. Um, some brands actually use negative reviews and negative testimonials because they're interesting and they're different. Um, the biggest example that comes to my mind is Liquid Death, which is a flavored water company. Mm-hmm. But as you can tell by their very bold name, <laughs> they do things a little bit differently and they actually pull their negative reviews uh, to use as testimonials because it's part of kind of their, their marketing campaign is we're not for everybody. So yep. using those negative uh, testimonials shows that they're not for everybody and that not everybody's happy with their brand and with their product. But usually you, you don't want to go there. That is a very bold and edgy and risky maneuver. So usually you are kind of picking the more positive responses from your customers. But yeah, yeah. you just keep those all those things in mind. And I've seen some companies too, like restaurants, that will say, come try the worst tomato soup one guy in Yelp ever had. You yes. know, just That's more different than liquid death. That's more just trying to be cute and funny. I think it kind yeah. of works generally, but yeah. yeah. And that's where I think testimonials and reviews, like Google reviews, kind of play together a little bit too. That's kind of a different angle that we've, we've covered before. But Absolutely. Yeah, testimonials are kind of more the, the client quotes and reviews that you own. They're kind of right. on your own site versus reviews and, and those ratings are meant to be on a third-party site that you do not control. So yeah, there's there's certainly a lot of overlap there too as well. So if we have a bunch of testimonials and case studies or we want to start creating some, where would we use them? Where would we do with these things? Yeah, I mean, ultimately it fits into your, your marketing content. I mean, wherever you're, you're creating content is an opportunity to, cre- to infuse testimonials. 
Um, you're not going to put them everywhere, but theoretically you could put them anywhere, like a blog post or on a website page or you know as a social media post. You could include those in videos or maybe even have like a short video case study that would kind of blur the mm-hmm. lines between, again, the testimony and the case study. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there are many opportunities because there's so many different places where you can create content online and any of those places could be an opportunity to showcase kind of a, a quote from the people you do business with. Um, and keep in mind that those testimonials kind of kind of be flexible and work anywhere because they're, they're short form. Right. But a true case study usually is better off living on your website. You can promote it on any marketing channel, but typically you want it to have live as a, a full landing page or maybe even a downloadable PDF just because of the length that it typically is. But you can, again, pull those quotes on a social post or on an email or on a blog post or something like that and point back to the full case study and say, hey, to read more, go download this PDF, go visit this landing page. So that's kind of usually the best way to kind of promote both of those things through all your different marketing channels. Yep. And like you kind of alluded to, having that case study can be a great way to generate more social content. Yeah. Some people struggle with, what do I say in social today? But if you have that, again, you pull some quotes from it, share that stuff on social to pique people's interest and then drive them back to the full case study to to really dig in and see how amazing you are according to that case study. So yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Um, So how can you source more testimonials? Like how can you get more testimonials? Because I think those are used more frequently because frankly they're easier, they're more short quotes and Mm -hmm. stuff. Both are important, but if you're going after testimonials, where would you try to get some of those? So we we talked about online reviews. That's a place to start. Um, Some people worry or wonder about whether or not you can grab, you know, copy and paste from a Google review and, you know, maybe you choose to do that or not to do that, you know, kind of, you have to make yep. that distinction for yourself, but it is out there, right? And those are ways that people are leaving their feedback and giving you a quote to theoretically use. So it might be good to ask permission from that person before you're, you know, you start publicizing it, but that is at least a source to start from to get a testimonial quote. You can ask your customers directly, you know, if you're talking to them in person or you're, you know, emailing back and forth with them, say, hey, would you mind giving us a testimonial on how we're doing? Uh, one way to source that kind of more reliably is maybe even sending them a survey, which a lot of businesses do. You know, yeah. after you've done business with somebody, you finished a project with them to, you know, send a kind of end of project survey um, is, a, is a good way to kind of get a quote from them. Um, usually, again, asking permission to say, hey, or do you mind if we use this as a testimonial quote? Um, you know, that kind of makes sure that they're okay with it, they're aware of it. You know, right. Most people are willing to say yes, but you want to kind of do that to avoid any kind of hurt feelings or negativity in case they wanted to kind of keep that between the two of you. So right. um, that's important. I mean, anywhere other people are sharing though publicly, like, you know, social media comments, uh, responses to your email. I know, I know a lot of businesses who have gotten emails back from customers saying, oh my gosh, this saved me so much time or so much money. Thank you so much. You know, this person on your team did such a great job of customer service. I want to commend them. So, you know, pulling little snippets here and there from those things, again, with the customer's permission, right. whenever possible, <laughs> it's sure. good. Um, but all of those places that you interact with your customers online, um, those are all kind of potential opportunities, potential doors uh, that can lead to a good testimonial. And you, you sort of covered two different buckets of things. You had the public responses like mm-hmm. um, online reviews and social comments and stuff, and then the private ones with surveys and emails. And I think for the surveys and emails, you absolutely should get permission to say, hey, we'd yes. love to share this, do you mind? I think for online reviews and stuff, Still probably is good to ask just to make sure, but I think they've published it publicly already, and so you're pretty mm-hmm. safe. And there's even tools like for WordPress that can automatically pull in the latest Google reviews onto your right. site and things like that, which it's a little brave to do because you never know if it's going to be a good one coming in or not. But yeah, I think there's a couple different angles there. Right. So, 
So that's testimonials. Tell me more about case studies, though, because these are a little more in-depth. So what kind of format do you usually go through to, to build a good case study? Yeah, I mean, essentially, you're trying to tell the story, the kind of full-length story of your interaction with that, that customer or that client. Um, so, you know, beginning by talking about them, who they are, um, and then kind of moving on to like what their problem is. Why did they seek out to do business with you, yeah. right? What was the, the instigating event that triggered them to go, oh my gosh, I need to fix this. I need to seek out your business. Um, then talk about maybe a little bit um, of how they found you. You know, did they, did they get referred to you by another customer? Did they do a Google search and find about your business? Did they walk in off the street to your brick and mortar store? Like what, what was it that actually led to them um, finding you and then actually choosing you because, hey, you, you know, you were different from this other business that they worked with in the past. I mean, ultimately, all of this is a kind of a customer journey. You're, you're telling the yeah. story of this customer and, and what they went along to, to do business with you. Um, then you obviously want to talk about what you did for them. Like, hey, we, we gave them this solution. We gave them this product. You know, this is the this is the way that we were able to help kind of fix the problem that they were facing. And then what happened is the result afterwards. And that's one of the reasons why it's good to wait maybe a little while um, after the customer's actually, you know, either you've built their house or you've fixed their plumbing or you've, uh, you know, whatever the case right. is, built their website, uh, you know, wait a few months, six months, a year until after the fact so that you can then kind of gather some statistics. I think that's always really, really helpful to show the, the stats of how successful your engagement with them was. Um, so that, you know, people can kind of really see what the, the true positive results of doing business with you are. So that's essentially a framework that most people use uh, in one way or another to, to write a good case study. Um, I mean, there's certainly many different kind of angles you can take there, obviously filtering in lots of testimonials and quotes from that person along the way. But again, that's that's the way you want to kind of tell that narrative of, yeah, what it's like to work with you. So people, yeah. other people know what to expect. Gotcha. And I like, I think the problem is kind of the key to a lot of this stuff is, I mean, we do that with our clients a lot. We showcase the problem their clients have on the homepage. You know, so people say, that's my problem. They understand who I am. And I think the same for case studies. You get a little more specific with different problems you solved. People can hopefully see themselves say, that's the same problem I have now. And as they read the case study, they say, oh, here's what they did and here's the results. And gives you a lot of trust with them because they, they see themselves in the shoes of that problem and then can see the results that you were able to achieve. And yeah, fantastic way to to get them interested in what you have to offer. Absolutely. And I think you'll kind of notice this, a similar pattern probably with good case studies that you might see from other businesses. So take mm -hmm. some time before you write case studies and maybe read some other case stories from other businesses because, I mean, they're pretty popular right now that you can find them on a lot of different business websites. So, you know, read four or five of them and kind of see what the, the pattern looks like and see what you liked about each of them and what's effective um, so that you can figure out the right way to, to propose your own case studies. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, they'll all be a little bit different, so you can pull some of the best elements from yes. each one and, and build yours out. So, yeah. So, if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, to do more on online reviews, case studies, all of that good stuff, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at thebrighterweb.com. <laughs>